Welcome to the spark to your success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. And you find yours and light it up. Not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow other people to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not only to you, but to the people around you too. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight, and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the young at heart. Great to have you here. Have you got back to normal and become quickly back into the swing of things after the festive and New Year break yet? <laughs> this week for most people has been a week of going back to normal, going back to school, going back to college, going back to uni, going back to work, getting a sense of routine back. Hurrah! I hear some of you cry. Boo! I hear some of you cry. Whichever it is for you, most likely you've had to get yourselves a little bit organised again, get back into a bit of routine. And so today's subject for the spark to your success is indeed getting organised or reorganised. Well, sort of anyway. I suppose it's more pre-organisation that allows that reorganisation, if we're being precise about it. What am I talking about? Decluttering. Yes, decluttering for a new decade. There is nothing better than a good old declutter and the start of the year. What better time to do that after the Christmas break to kick off the new year, get a good old declutter session going. Now, those of you who are young people listening to this, I have no doubt that most likely you've had so much stuff for Christmas that you've been struggling to cram it into already full cupboards, drawers, wardrobes and under the bed. Huh, if my grandchildren were anything to go by, oh my gosh, I've never seen so much stuff on Christmas Day. Crazy. Fabulous for them. Where the heck are you going to put all that stuff? It's a brilliant opportunity to have a really good clear out so that you can start the new year feeling organised, tidy, have space around you. But there's something about making space around you, getting things sorted that kind of rubs off from your outside world into your inside world. Here from the space around you to the space within you. It's almost like when you have a good clear out or even if you just have a good reorganise, like when it's done, it's like you can breathe again. Like you literally can move more easily. Definitely, it allows you to think more easily. You can find things and thoughts more easily. It's really quite, well, therapeutic, I suppose. And I find it so much easier if I've got a tidy space around me to be able to sit and get work done or maybe revision. Uh, for some of you, this term I know will be getting ready for exams. You may well be sitting more mock exams. Revision will be the thing of the day coming up. So let's clear some space so that you can work more effectively, be that project work, homework, all that revision. Let's have a tidy environment to do it. In fact, what kicked this webinar, this webinar, this podcast off for me was last week, I spent more time in my home office again rather than my 
office office. And um, I haven't worked so much in here quite so much lately as uh, I have this beautiful new office that I love to go into. But I just took a stroll into my office because I didn't want to go into the office office. And I take a look around and I go, oh my gosh, like, Seriously, where did all this clutter come from again? I thought I, not that long since I'd had a really good blitz on the place. So uh, I decided, I don't know whether it's procrastination or whether it just is, like you've just got to get some space. Before I could come and sit and work in this office again, I have to get it sorted. I just feel like I can't sit and do it while there's so much clutter. It's distracting not be able to have a clear desk or have clear space. On the floor, I know, sorry, there was all stuff all over the floor. My shelves are not too bad, although they probably wouldn't be so good if I put all the stuff off the floor onto the shelves. So anyway, that's what sparked this spark to your success podcast, my own situation of accumulation over the last few weeks and months. <laughs> it amazes me. I sat and started like just having a good clear out and it just amazes me like, what there is to clear out so soon all over again. I, I open the wardrobe door and I find a carrier bag. I think, what the heck's in this carrier bag? I pull it out and it's just all sorts of stuff that I clearly couldn't be bothered to sort at the time or done got the headspace all the time and just pushed it in the wardrobe out of sight, out of mind. I bet if you go in your cupboards or your drawers or under your bed right now, there's probably a box or a carrier bag that is just full of bits. Like, I look into it, I go, what on earth? Why did I not just throw this stuff away? Like, it's full of bits. Bits of things that fit to something, but I'm not quite sure what. Like, the odd lids. There's bits of paper. There's bits of laminates that have been cut up that I don't need anymore. Bits of old paper, bits of old work that I just need shredding. There was paper clips, there was uh, drawing pens, <laughs> a couple of odd pens that were broken. Like seriously, Tat, why? Why is it in the cupboard instead of in the bin? I have no idea. And yet... I'm sure it will not be the last time I find a bag or a box of stuff <laughs> just like that in the future. I wonder what's in your cupboards and drawers and under the bed and in the wardrobe that may be the same. It's like, why do we collect so much clutter? We get into the habit of it, don't we? For sometimes it is a bit of like, I can't be bothered to deal with it right now. My head just isn't in that space or I've got too much on. It's just like, I can't even think about it. Out of sight, out of mind. Let me just shove it away somewhere, shut the door. And then at least around me looks tidy, even though I open the cupboards and stuff falls out. Mm, doesn't create the same kind of satisfaction and headspace when I know it's all hiding in there. And the moment that I open the door, it's going to come tumbling onto me. So sometimes it is a little bit of procrastination, promising, oh, I'll come back to it later. And sometimes I end up being weeks, months, or dare I say, years later. Or sometimes that it isn't so much that I don't have time to deal with it. It sometimes is that I can't face dealing with it. Uh, many of us are emotional clutter collectors. Yeah, we hang on to things because they have an emotional value. They're sentimental. 
and they have memories attached to them. Now, sometimes they're not great memories. Why are you hanging on to stuff that isn't great memories? I I don't understand that one. So when you have a good declutter uh, and you think, oh, but it's got memories, think about what type of memories those are, because maybe it's time to get rid of the stuff that makes you feel bad just saying. Or sometimes it's, you know, we've got sentimental memories because somebody we love gave it to us. Maybe it belonged to somebody that's not in our lives anymore. They've moved away or passed away. Sometimes we have memories attached to them from maybe earlier in our childhood, etc. So sometimes we do have, you know, sort of these things that we're hanging on to that haven't really got any other value. So I have a couple of suggestions for dealing with that emotional clutter. One, pull it out. Ask yourself, what kind of memories have it got attached? If it's not great, get rid of it. (laughs) Take a photograph of it first if you really need to, but get rid of the stuff. (laughs) Two, take a photograph of it where whatever it is. And have a little think about, write down for yourself, what does that thing mean to you? Because you might just find out that actually you've not got a lot to say about it, really. You've got a photograph of it. You can keep the memory. You can look at it and remember it if you want to, but you don't need it cluttering up your closet. So get rid of it. It might be that, you know, that thing does have a lot of sentimental value, it's not worth anything financially. You know, maybe even a bit old, battered and beat up. You know, take a photograph of it. Take several photographs of it. Sit and write down all about it. What it means to you. What memories does it bring back for you? Capture all the good emotions and all the things that you know, make you smile or make you love it. Or like maybe it's because you love somebody. When you can capture all that stuff and you've got the visual of it, then again, why not then keep the picture, keep the memories and donate the actual item? Let's create some space. You can upload that digitally, of course. You can keep it forever and it takes up no room, but there's always room in your heart for it. How about that? So a number of ways that we can deal with that. When you're decluttering, though, like let's make it fun to declutter. Sometimes like when I'm declutter, I just put some music on and I'm kind of in a little declutter dance at the same time do you have a declutter dance what are your declutter moves yeah (laughs) get that stuff done with fun think about recycling we're all very environmentally aware these days Uh, recycling in two ways what in your room can you recycle so it might be stuff that you can recycle because you find a load of plastic empty plastic bottles Hmm. where were they (laughs) kicked under the bed (laughs) occupying your bedroom floor pick them up put them in the recycling old paper pick it up put it in the recycling um if you've got uh clothes etc clothes books games How about recycling them in terms of donating them, taking them to the local charity shop, putting them in the local charity, like uh, bank things, like the the bottle banks that they have in the car parks, but you can put clothes and shoes and things in them as well. Uh, Get your mum and dad to drop them off for you. Take them with you when you're going shopping. That's easy enough to do. 
Maybe you can recycle instead of donating. Maybe some of that stuff you can actually be entrepreneurial about and, and resell it. How about that? Make a few pounds or a few dollars while you're doing it. So lots of ways thinking about recycling. Another way that you can recycle is maybe some of the boxes, plastic containers and things that you've already got containing stuff that needs to get chucked out. The plastic boxes and the shoe boxes can be reused to organise some of the other things that you are choosing to keep. I just had a moment of like, oh my gosh, I so need to find some containers to recycle to tidy up my shelves in my own wardrobe. So I moved from the office to the wardrobe now already decluttering, even while uh, putting this conversation together for today. And ordered some little plastic drawers that can keep everything organised and everything tidy. And I can see what I've got without it being a great big jumble of stuff. And what doesn't fit can't stay. That's my rule. If it doesn't fit, it can't stay. Shoe boxes are awesome for organising. I've been decluttering the cupboards at Youth Club. Uh, we have lots of great cupboard space, but because everything is just like individual line on the shelf, it takes up too much room that you can't see what's there. So shoe boxes labelled on the end, all nice and tidy. Now I know what I've got. So maybe that's something that you can do uh, in your shelving as well. Make it fun in terms of if you're recycling containers, uh, that you could make them colourful. Uh, shoeboxes are great to wrap in birthday wrapping paper, uh, Christmas wrapping paper, any kind of wrapping paper that's cheap and easy to get your hands on. You could colour code it or make it all like really bright and funky and uh, label the front of it. You can handwrite the labels. You could print them on your computer. You could um, do that on stickers. You could buy the sticker sheets of labels and, and make it fun so it looks great. Being imaginative with your decluttering. How about this? For those of you who are a little bit competitive, let's make it a competitive sport. <laughs> How about you set a time, right? You give yourself an hour maybe 90 minutes at the most, and to see how much you can get decluttered and sorted in that one hour or 90 minutes. I love doing stuff like that. It's like, okay, game on. And then I know it's not forever. It's an hour and I'm just going to have a great blitz. Maybe you can have a competition with a brother or a sister or a friend. So that could be a number of ways, right? So one, who can have the biggest impact on their room? Why don't you take before and after pictures as evidence and see who can make the biggest impact? Or two, who can fill the most donation bags with clothes and games and books and stuff? Three, who can sell the most? <laughs> who can make the most money through what they are recycling? Or four, who can throw away the most? How many trash bags, bin bags can you fill? And Five, who can recycle the most? Let's be environmentally friendly in our competitions. Ah, oh, see, the ideas are endless, making it fun <laughs> and uh, making it worthwhile at the same time. Clearing all your headspace in the process to be more productive, focused and, oh my gosh, free. Free in your head, free in your surroundings. 
If you have better ideas or additional ideas or you want to share your before and after pictures, that would be awesome. Yes, please do that. Go to www.backontractteens.com, find the blog page, leave your comments and your evidence. That would be awesome. Can't wait to see the results. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the Spot to Your Success podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, got a little inspiration, inspiration, positivity, motivated to take action, please do leave us a positive review on iTunes, on Spotify, or even on the website. Till next week, have fun making space. Bye for now. <laughs>